Jen and Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. He's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it Ball that suck? we do? And you're the people! What they want. What a weekend of action in the NFL and the NBA. Are Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers on bad teams? Maybe. Yep. Is LeBron James on a bad team? Yep. Maybe. And that's where we are going to start the show with this shot. Look at the down and distance. Look at the time. Right? Look at that. You got 30 seconds on the shot clock. He's open from 16 feet, as Jalen would say, for a reason. He said he was going for a two-for-one, which doesn't make a ton of sense when you've got a one-point lead in a tight game at home. Jalen, there's so much criticism put on Russell Westbrook that, frankly, I don't think he deserves it all. But it is decisions like this, shots like that, that bring on the criticism. So they're now 0-3. What do you think about that shot? and Russell Westbrook as a whole in this Lakers team. like this, I wish raindrops would fall. That, that's how I feel. That, that's what LeBron was singing as he was walking back towards the huddle. And Jacoby, it's not just that the Lakers are 0-3. It's the ineptitude offensively and their inability in particular to A, make shots from three-point range, but also B, and you're not going to necessarily like this next point, it shows how their best players' numbers don't lead to winning. Mm. See, what happens in the league, Jacoby, when you start to get a little bit older, those stats may look, what did Anthony Davis have? 20 and 10. LeBron, I believe, had 31, 8 and 8, right? But when you start to get a little older, this is why I don't love stats. Those ring hollow because they can't necessarily lead you for the 48 minutes. See, when you're younger, and the Joker and Ja and Luca are getting those stats, they lead to winning. And so what's gonna happen with the Lakers now, yeah, we're gonna show their bad shots and we're gonna show these shots again because I wanna make sure we take the time and breathe easy on this. Go back to the Russ play for a second. Now you're a future Hall of Famer, you're a former MVP. You know that you're struggling to shoot the ball. And you know who I blame? I blame Nurkic. Look at the big fella. He with us. <laughs> he did, he he did this us. a few times in the game. He with us. He with us. Look at LeBron in the saying, corner. LeBron's you know like, what Jalen likes doing? to say? He with us. He was, hey, let me tell you something. The, the legendary Perry Watson once said in a huddle to one of the players that was complaining at Detroit Southwestern about being open and not getting the ball. And Perry Watson looked at that young man and he said, I love you, but I want to teach you something. You are open for a reason. And look at Russ on these clips. Like, they're leaving him wide open. You are open, young man, for a reason. And also, AD shot, let's not ignore his off the backboard. And let's not ignore LeBron's shot that he shot from downtown LA and it landed before it even got to the arena. Like, that was like five feet short. Look at Nurkic. Oh, he with us. He didn't even guard AD. Like he held the goose next He with him. us. 
He held it up like it was actually going in. It hit the side of the backboard, fam. You uh, know how I feel about air balls. Yeah, watch this one. But look at this one, man. There's like, levels to air get... balls. There's levels to air balls. Like, he wasn't even close to close. Well, hold on. But you can't be shooting. You can't be playing against Dane, shooting from the logo, and coming up five feet short when he's torching y'all for 40. You know what I mean? Like, it... <laughs> hey, hey, man. The, the Lakers, they lost to two really good teams, and then they lost to Dame time. Mm -hmm. So far being 0-3. They'll be a play-in caliber team, Jacoby. But here's what's going to happen psychologically. LeBron, you know what? when they say that the, the most honest people in the room are little kids and elderly? Well, LeBron is elderly in basketball years. And he's not going to have much patience for this. Yeah. And then, he's not going to have much patience for this. One thing I do want to say is we talk about the Lakers so much because we already ESPN, the national media. But, like, let's not forget the fact that Dame Lillard had 41 points and was just absolutely killing, especially down the stretch. No, here's what we about to do. We're going to do one better. We about to get Dame on the show. See, I, I wasn't even talking about the Portland side. It was great to see Jeremy Grant. You know he put in work for my Pistons. You Big know I love him. But it was great to see my guy Dame return. See, he's one of the best players in the game, and he was out off last season. And he's also one of those guys, you ready for this? They win because they got him. Mm -hmm. See, remember, every year that the Blazers made the playoffs since Dame got there, he didn't play with another All-Star. CJ was All-Star caliber, clearly, but he didn't play with a most improved, a defensive player of the year, a, a, a rookie of the year, like none of that. And so Dane's still at a point of his career, and this is what I mean, where his numbers and productivity, look down at the stat sheet, and didn't they only have like two or three people in double figures? Well, Jalen, like, we have to move on to another team that is also 0-3, and, and they're in a different conference. Let's talk about the Philadelphia 76ers. They lost to the Celtics and Bucks. Seemed like there was some bad body language after the, the Bucks game. Joel Embiid didn't speak to reporters. So they're definitely going to get right against the Spurs, right? They're definitely going to get right against the Spurs, right? Especially when Joel Embiid has 40 points. There's no chance they can lose to the Spurs, right, Jalen? Go, Spurs, go! And I want to make sure I say this out loud. The East has been a revolving door since LeBron left. Kawhi in Toronto go on and win the championship. Jimmy Butler's first year in Miami, they win the East. Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they Bucks. win the East. The Bucks and Giannis win the East and win the championship. What happened to the Nets? And definitely what happened to the Sixers? Are they still processing? So hold on. You don't go and get an, the, the, the Avengers on paper with Daryl Morey, Doc Rivers, to go with Joel Embiid. You add James Harden. Tyrese Maxey is one of my favorite players in the game. He's the sky's the limit for him. And y'all 0-3? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and here's the other thing I want to make sure I say. If you play ball, you appreciate this, or even sports. Like, there are people that can run marathons that aren't necessarily good at running a sprint because they're two different exercises. 
And when you're watching basketball, in particular a guy like Luka, you'll hear people say that you can't speed him up. So what that means is he's going to play at his own pace, get to his spot, get his shot. James Harden's pace, Jacoby, is very ball dominant. And if you yeah. notice in those clips, and if you watch the game, when he has to play with pace, dribble handoff, run, catch and shoot, no dribbles. Turn the corner, go down the lane. When, he, when it has to be faster, that's when he's inefficient. When he can take his time. You, one, one of my favorite scorers growing up was Adrian Dantley. And he used to play for the Utah Jazz and he used to get 30. And I used to love watching him play. AD would get that thing on the wing and shout to him right now doing a great job with the kids in the community. he get that thing and massage it though before he go into his move. And he came to the Pistons, he was still getting his buckets, but he was holding the ball too long. We traded him for Mark Aguirre and we won the championship with the bad boys. James cool. Harden isn't used to playing with pace. I'm disappointed in the Sixers. They have too many veterans. And let me say this other thing. As I look deeper, deeper, deeper into the box score, whatever happened to Thibault? See, over the last couple of years, he elevated himself as an all-NBA defender and a valued asset. For me as an organization, you got to still continue to develop him into a rotation player, not continue to diminish his minutes. He played three minutes. He played three minutes. You got and five when minutes. You have, when you have James Harden and Maxi and Embiid on your team and you're Matisse Thibel, you need to play great defense and do what? Knock down threes. And I just feel like they don't trust him enough to knock down those open threes because we know what he can do on the defensive end. But I expect to see more of him because he's got to be there to contribute. And I expect the Sixers to get it right. I do not know if the Lakers will get it right. But two other football teams that need to get it right. The Buccaneers, led by Tom Brady, and the Packers, led by Aaron Rodgers. We'll discuss them in the NFL weekend right after this. Don't you are trouble, watching Jalen and Jacoby. Trouble. Coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck here in the Seaport, New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Anthony Rose. There's no way that the Buccaneers are going to lose to the Panthers after they just lost to the Steelers. After the Panthers traded Christian McCaffrey and they don't have their quarterback or their second street quarterback. There's, wait, they didn't just lose, Jalen. They got waxed. They scored three points in the entire game. Shout out to the Panthers, but Jalen, the Buccaneers are supposed to be better than this. So a couple of things I, I love and appreciate about you and this show is that we're going to cover every league, everything that's happening real time. And I appreciate how we put terms into the lexicon. And I noticed while we didn't invent the term waxed, we say it in the Beastie Boys voice, and I noticed that people are now saying it that way, and I appreciate it because that applies for this game. Do you feel like Tom Brady wish he were to retire? 
Yes, and not only that, Shahid, yo, I mean, if you listen to page six, which is pretty accurate with its reporting, there's problems in his marriage over the fact that he's playing football and he's not even winning games. Like Tom Brady, there was punt, 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 missed field goal, punt, 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 field goal, punt, 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 punt. Like there were so many punts in this game. I just could I kept waiting for the Bucks to come back. It just never happened. Possession David, possession. David Jacoby, when you and I are sitting at the MGM and I got 20 and I split kings, what do you say? I'd, I'd say, Jalen, please don't do that. That's just a bad decision. I, I'd really, I really, really just don't want you to do that just for the <laughs> vibes at the table, for your money, and just for life in general. And it sounds like that's what his better half was trying to tell him because <laughs> he overplayed his hand, fam. He got seven rings. And here's the other thing. My guy Tom Brady, the GOAT, fellow Michigan Wolverine, he also got a $300 million television deal waiting on him. Waiting for him. Come on, Tom. Like, like, dog, you won. Don't split kings. Don't well, split kings. I want to remember you said don't split kings when we're actually playing blackjack. Well, and, and I'll, <laughs> what I'll happened say was, this about Tom Brady. He's like, I just kept waiting for them to move the ball, and they could not move it. And I felt the same way about the Green Bay Packers. When you have Aaron Rodgers, it just felt like week after week, he and his receivers are not on the same page. He throws a great deep ball and it goes off of someone's fingertips. You know what I mean? It just seems like they just can't make the connections that he seemed to easily make in the past. And they ended up losing to my guy, Heineke. I love Heineke so much and the commanders. But Jalen, I saw frustrated Tom Brady and frustrated Aaron Rodgers yesterday. Yes, sir, and I'm glad you tied them together because I want to tie the coaching job that Wilkes did with Carolina with the one Ron Rivera did with the Commanders. I want to salute both of them because so many times in sports, people underestimate just playing mistake-free puts you in position to win if you're playing hard. If you keep your penalties down, you keep your turnovers down, you value the possessions, and in this case, they bullied the Packers. How about number of plays they ran? They ran 72 plays. Mm. The Packers only ran 47. Mm. 72 plays. That, they was bullying them. And the receiving core, Aaron Rodgers either can't connect or don't trust, and some of those are bad throws. Aaron Jones ends up being the person that comes out of the backfield and catches two TDs for him. And also, I was thinking about something as I watched Kansas City yesterday. I'm happy for Juju reinventing himself, and I'm happy for Valdez Scantling. See, everybody talk about losing Devontae Adams. Yep. He yep. was a trusted receiver for Aaron Rodgers also. And so now when we watch them play, don't forget, Aaron Rodgers is the kind of player that has a stature with a franchise, ladies and gentlemen, that if he wants you on the roster, you're going to be on the roster. He got that LeBron James status with the team. So in other words, he didn't. He felt like without Adams, without Valdez Scantlin, that they could still get it done. And what well, we're realizing, like we talk about with the Lakers, they can't get it done. And your guy, Heineke, after throwing a pick so six, after throwing a pick six, He did six, not look good in the surgical. first half. He was great surgical. in the second half. Jalen, we are on ESPN, but sometimes we become 
the only National Lions News Network. Meow. Mr. Rose, it was very competitive out there for the Lions. For the first week of the season, I decided not to put any money on the Lions at any spread, no matter what, and I made a good decision because your guy, Jared Montana, didn't look very Montana-ish yesterday. Yeah, he looked like Montana that was throwing it to Everson Walls that was wearing cowboy colors on a bad day. And, and, and let me just tell you this, man. I got a little concussed watching this game and reminiscing about the days my guy Jared Montana and our Lions used to play on Thanksgiving Day. And you remember the primetime game who we used to always play against? The Cowboys. The Cowboys. Yeah. And I remember rooting for my Lions and watching the Cowboys go up to the line, the scrimmage, get into their three-point stand, stand up, look left and right, get back in their three points. I was like, that's cold! I was like, that's cold! And I was loving Tom Landry, and I loved all of the great stars they had. And then I'm like, wait a minute. They got a lot of stars, and we don't. And yesterday, after a bye week, now hold on, after a bye week, we're about to score a touchdown to take the lead fumble in the end zone mm-hmm. and don't challenge it don't don't challenge it the next what three or four possessions fumble turnover turnover fumble I, I, I'm concussed I don't even remember how the turnovers happened I just remember seeing Jared Montana in the pocket lose the ball get stripped fumble Dude, the yeah. ball over and, and over and, again. And, 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 and I, I, I want to make sure I give the Cowboys credit, and it's good to see how hard Zeke is running. Like, yeah, I, he, I'm happy Zeke to see good. him running. It was great to see a Pollard run well also. And Prescott made some plays in the second half. Yep, Dak Prescott made a couple of crucial throws. He looked confident. You know, it, to be honest with you, when they started to – we started to turn the ball over – it seemed like the Cowboys treated it like a scrimmage and an opportunity to warm up and get ready for bigger opponents. They got bigger fish to fry. So I'm, I'm just hurt and heartbroken for my Lions. But guess what? Jalen and Jacoby going to still be at the game right. this Sunday when they play against Tua, Tyreek, and the Miami Dolphins. And we're going to bring them there. They won the first game I was at. You know they you beat go, the Commanders. You can I was go at that to game. DetroitLions.com slash Jalen Jacoby and join us in Detroit before the game. You get a package that comes with a ticket to the live podcast and a ticket to the game, and it's under $100. Jalen, let's move on very quickly and recognize the Chiefs. The San Francisco 49ers have a great defense, and they've got a great coach, and they added Christian McCaffrey. They've got all this momentum coming into the game, but guess what? Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. Doesn't matter Where what defense he's playing. Doesn't matter what defense he's playing against. He's just gonna Where slice you up, and he did it again me. yesterday. Classic Chiefs performance, just outscoring everybody. And when and when you hold Travis Kelsey under a hundred yards, and he's not catching four TDs, you should win if he has none. Except Patrick Mahomes is spreading the ball around, as I mentioned, the Juju and Valdez Scantling, and I appreciated that because he's my fantasy quarterback and they started off losing and before you know it explosive Hardman Mm -hmm. couple of touchdowns spreading the football around and it was great to watch how they dismantled the 49ers I I figured the 49ers would struggle 
Because when you get a new shiny toy that's such a great player like Christian McCaffrey, you're tempted to try to get him involved. You don't know how to get him involved. and You're trying to still figure it out. But I think the 49ers will respond, and they'll still be one of the best teams in the NFC. Yeah, I agree. The NFC this year in particular, it seems like the 49ers are one of the best teams. Maybe we'll get back to the NFC Championship. And we'll get back to giving you more from this NFL weekend right after this short break. Get the people what they want. Let's do that. Look at these two games on ESPN Wednesday night. It is KD versus Giannis next. Bucks at 7.30, and then I'm going to have to stay up late because it is <laughs> LeBron and the Lakers maybe looking for their first win against Nikola Jokic, the stretch mark five, and the Nuggets. Of course, my man Jalen Rose and the Countdown crew preceded all at 7 p.m. Jalen, every single day we have this program, what do we do? Sadly, we acknowledge that Brittany Griner is still wrongfully detained. 249 days, and I'm disappointed at this point that we're the only show that talks about this. When everybody gets a chance, look down at social media, look at the television screen. It ain't at the bottom of the ticker. It ain't a part of the sports story. It ain't a part of politics. It ain't a part of news. And it's sad that no one is talking about this, but we here at Jalen and Jacoby are gonna make sure we acknowledge and hope that she, and wish for her to have a speedy, safe return to the United States. Absolutely. Every Monday, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, are the Giants a good football team? Because I think the Giants might be a good football team. Another very gianty win down at the half and then run the ball with Saquon, Danny Dimes, throwing dimes and running again and again, over 200 in the air, 100 on the ground. Jalen, they beat the Jaguars, they beat good teams, they beat bad teams. I think the Giants are good. And as this game was happening, I was thinking, if the Jaguars win this game, the Giants are who I thought they was. But since the Giants won this game, they're better than I thought they was. And I'm good. To, it's glad to see their head coach, Brian Dable, in the parking lot with the victory cigar. I love Brian Dable so much. Make sure you listen to our podcast where we cover the rest of Week 7 in the NFL. We'll be back tomorrow, ESPN 2, 4 p.m. Love. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. And we want our podcast listeners to join us in the flesh in person. We will be in Detroit. We will be the pregame for the game. You can go to DetroitLions.com slash Jalen and Jacoby. And for under $100, you can purchase exclusive access to a live pod recording on site from Jalen and Jacoby. And you get tickets to the game where you can watch them beat Tua Tonga by Aloha and the Miami We Dolphins. need you to call 985-80-J-A-L-E-N. Because what I want to also do, Jacoby, is give away some tickets, too. Oh, let's do that. I want to give away some tickets, too. So, so let, let, let's, let us describe to you what you're getting. If you were coming to a Jalen and Jacoby show alone, that could cost you $100. You also get mm -hmm. to see the Dolphins and the Lions play football at the same day, in the same day, in the same venue. 985-80-Jalen. Tell me that you're going to be there and or tell us why 
we should give you tickets. And if you go to the game, last time I was at a Giants game with my guy Ben Lyons at the Lions game, not Giants game. Me and Ben Lyons watching the Lions. And we had a Bloody Mary. And do you know what that Bloody Mary came with? It came with a strawsage. They're like, <laughs> we're gonna make the straw out of meat and you can drink the Bloody Mary and then eat the straw. Because we wanna make sure that we have some processed meats in every single thing that we serve you. And I love that, not just about Detroit, but about the entire Midwest. But Jalen, we're excited for that Dolphins game. The Dolphins coming off a win. Kenny Pickett lived up to his name because he threw a couple picks at the end of the game like he did a couple weeks ago. And uh, this wasn't a masterpiece from either side, but the Dolphins' defense looked good. But they're about to get torn up by Jared Montana on Sunday. There's no chance they lose, right? There's no chance. The Lions only win I was present. Their second win, we both going to be present. We're going to be there. I can't we wait for that game. And, and, and here's what I'll say about the Steelers. I feel bad for Mike Tomlin. That's all I have to say when I watch them play. Now, now they've dealt with some injuries clearly on defense. Yeah, TJ Watt. Yeah, when you when when, when he's out for the yeah, year, I mean, the best defensive player in the game in the league. Exactly, he the you best know, defensive player You build player your whole in the game. defensive scheme around a guy, yeah. Right. That's just like the Chiefs losing Patrick Mahomes on Exactly. Offense. There's only so much you can do. Yeah, it's only so much you can do. So I feel bad for Mike Tomlin. But, but also I want to say it, it, it's good to see – Tyreek and Waddle make plays. Like, they're explosive. Mm hmm. Like, the, uh, and, 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 when I watch them and, and the Bengals, them and the Bengals, it's like multiple guys just constantly ready to hit their head on the goalpost for, because they just got a 50 yard touchdown. Easy. He's like, Boyd and Chase. The, I bet on they, Chase to have two touchdowns yesterday, just so. Oh, you know. good for you. Yeah, I bet on Kelsey to have two touchdowns yesterday. It didn't work out. But one thing we I love it when you see He said it didn't work out. Didn't work out. Did not work out. Didn't have one. Didn't have one. Because I bet on him to have one touchdown and he scored four. I was like, man, let me just let me just sprinkle a little something on, the, on two up. touchdowns. And then Nicole Hardman scored every damn touchdown for the Chiefs. I'm watching the game like, man, why did I tie Kelsey into all this? He but almost I did have had one at the beginning, yards. but they called a penalty, uh, offsetting penalties on uh, both Believe teams. me, I am familiar. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm excited for this Dolphins-Lions game. Let's get, let's get to some of the other games. Jalen, I'm going to ask you a very simple question. Are the Seahawks good? I think the Seahawks are good. Shout out to DK Metcalf, who got injured in this one. I hope he gets better. Go ahead. Absolutely. Commanders, Panthers, Giants, Seahawks. Those are all teams. Whatever you're about to say. Jets got to be in. I I, I don't even know what you're going to say, but the Jets got to be involved in the conversation. Yes, you do, because you can finish my sentence, and you just did. The Jets belong in that. Those are examples of great coaching jobs. Mm. Yeah. Those are examples of taking a roster, elevating the roster, and playing beyond its means. Today was the first time I heard you call Daniel Jones dimes in a year. Oh, it was Dan- he was Danny Nichols. He only went down to Danny Pennies last year at one point. 
You were still, and, and, and clearly early in the year, you were just putting your toe in the water. You was like, I'm, I ain't about to just jump all no, the way in. I've been on the Dimes train. I have said on and off wax that I believe in dating Dimes. But here's what I would always say after that, if I'm being fully honest, because if he could just not throw the ball to the other team and fumble all the damn time, like his problem, he hasn't done it this year. Like last year, he would throw for 250 yards and then he would throw for the two picks and lose two fumbles. Like, he really just needed to cut down the turnovers. And what he's shown everybody this year is he can run the ball. But continue. I'm glad you brought that up. And I hit up Donovan McNabb, who's going to come on the show, and I want to ask him about this. The game has changed. And don't only pay attention to this with your betting, but pay attention to this as a trend. Quarterbacks A running the ball in particular in the red zone. Trevor Lawrence get a touchdown every week too. Quiet as this kill. Yep. He little, a lot of those are on like Sneeze. He uses his long arms and pops the ball over there. But he got stopped on one too in that game. He got stopped. Absolutely. And so you're right. Daniel Jones has elevated himself into one of the best rushing quarterbacks in the league. It's great to see um, Saquon healthy. And it was good to see Slayton catch catch a couple of great passes. And while we're we started this with the Seahawks, and I want to say something like you could say Matt Ryan's a Hall of Fame quarterback, and that's fine. And you could say that, that Carson Wentz is is an average quarterback. You could say Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback. But one thing I love about guys like Geno Smith and Taylor Heineke, they're exciting quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like Geno Smith is exciting to watch. He's He's not necessarily going to run for 100 yards, but he can escape. If the pocket collapses, he can move, which is unlike a kind of Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz guy who just goes down. And I just feel like with Geno, you've got a chance to throw three interceptions or throw three touchdowns. It's kind of like Jamison Light, you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> I like I like watching Geno Smith, and if I'm a, if I'm a a Seahawks fan, I'm very happy with his performance. And if you're Pete Carroll. The wine tastes a lot better at night after the days after Russell Wilson. You get a chance to look at everybody and say, I told y'all so, this was about me. Mm-hmm. This is all about me. You see Walker running the ball, see Geno throwing the ball, winning with Metcalf out. This is all about me. And I hope Don't Metcalf get gets back. Twisted. He's so fun to watch. And let's talk about Russell Wilson's team. He was on the sideline with an injury. Huh, interesting. So they have Mark Ripon at quarterback. Sorry, Mark Ripon's kid at quarterback. And uh, they didn't look great. Neither, neither team, the Jets-Broncos game, I didn't pay that much attention to. I'm not going to lie. Because there's a lot of games going on. And I was like, Jets-Broncos, I'm good. But the Jets did what they needed to do. They won 9-16. to And the Jets and the Giants keep winning. It's just wild to me. I know who ain't keeping winning. The Yankees. No. No. Uh, uh, you... you because the no, Astros they were, win- they were winning. No, the Yankees were winning in the fifth Three-oh. inning. Yeah, they were winning. In the, they, were, they were winning. They lost yeah, that they, lead quick. They, I was they were winning that too. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and here's what I want to say about that, because you know I'll be watching baseball. The Yankees and the Dodgers, story teams clearly in Major League Baseball. Both of them came up small in the postseason. Yeah. Uh, let me be the person to say that out loud. Like, for it, it, the, the Astros got caught cheating and won the World Series, and Yankee fans and Yankee players wanted revenge, right? 
Didn't did they want revenge? Yeah, I can't tell. Didn't I happen. can't tell. Wallis! Wallis! Get swept? Hold on, dog. Get swept? Blowing leads. Shit. Making errors. It Come was bad. Come on, man. Yeah. You can't be the Yankees getting swept. And you can't be the Dodgers losing to the Padres when they were not one of their best players for PEDs. Tatis. You know what? You know, I'm on, so happy. you know who I'm so happy for? I'm so happy for Aaron Judge. You know what I mean? Because yesterday's price is not today's price for Aaron Judge. No, and there's going to be a not. lot of people. His agent's not just talking to the Yankees. You know what I mean? No. His agent's talking to a lot, no. a lot of baseball teams in big markets. And there's going to be competing offers in a full-on bidding war for the man's services who just hit 62 home runs. Big shout to Aaron Judge. We always say we're going to cover all the games. The Ravens. It was close at the end. My guy, Jacoby. You know I've, you know I was off Jacoby. I'm back on Jacoby. But it was pure mayhem madness at the end of this game. And this mayhem moment with Jacoby Brissett evading the, the, the rushers two plays in a row, moving the ball down the field. And then they get a field goal. Ravens do some, like, coordinated shift thing <laughs> so then the field goal goes back five yards and next thing you know I think they're, they're, uh, York is their kicker's name gets kind of blocked at the line and they can't even extend the game into overtime but the mayhem brought to you by Jacoby and also brought to you by Allstate protect yourself from mayhem and save money by switching to Allstate Jalen not the most convincing win for the Ravens do you consider them still to be at the top of the AFC when it comes to contention as long as you have Lamar healthy, I, I, I'm giving you a chance. Yep, and, I agree. And, 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 and as long as their defense is going to continue to improve as the season progresses. And along the theme of running quarterbacks, arguably the best one in the game is Lamar Jackson. And it's fun to watch them line up with a tight end under center and pitch it to Lamar to get a first down in a crucial situation. Mm-hmm. I love so, the design of that. The, the one thing about Lamar's game is you remember that MVP season where it seemed like he had like a 65-yard run for a touchdown every single week? Like, that's not him anymore, and that might be for the best because he is such a great passer. However, he had one run in this game where he had one guy to beat and just the, didn't get the juke right. Yep, but yep. he was so close to just breaking like a 70-yarder, and he knew it when he got tackled. But like I said, when it comes to... Any team in the playoffs playing the Ravens, it's going to be so hard to put money against the Ravens because Lamar is so singularly talented. You always say this, we win because we have him. He is a him for sure. For sure he's a him. Absolutely. Totally agree. And $275 million, all guaranteed. He shouldn't take a dime less. Yeah, he's going to look at Aaron. He's, instead of going into the office with uh, Deshaun Watson's contract, he's going to go in the office with Aaron Judge's contract. Correct. That's what he should, that's what he should <laughs> exactly. <do>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and let me tell you where I got that 275 math from. Deshaun, 235 in the year I just played for 40. Yeah. That math is real easy. Y'all wanted me to play for it? I'm playing for it. Here's the 40 right here. Boom. 275. All guaranteed. I can't get behind. I've never been able to get behind the Titans. 
Like, remember they were the number one seed last year? And I think Vrabel's a good coach. You know, I think he, 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 he sort of makes, makes some really delicious lemonade out of the lemon that he has on the roster on defense. But when you have Derrick Henry, you've always got a chance. And they keep winning football games. Now, granted, this one was against the Colts, who don't look good. But the Titans are going to win their division and be in the playoffs again. And, like, they may must around and end up in, like, you know, in the second round again, like they do every single year. Very well coached team, and they belonged in the coaches' conversation I named earlier. Thank you for mentioning them. And you're exactly right. Without A.J. Brown, too, when you lose a weapon like that, um, it clearly is going to affect your offense in a negative way. But the Colts trying to get Jonathan Taylor back going, return from an injury. Um, Pittman made a couple of big plays and big catches. <clears throat> And I didn't say this when we were talking about the Commanders, but the stats don't show this, but Terry McLaurin was balling. Mm-hmm. I think he probably only caught for like 60 yards or something, but each one of those catches was clutch. Yeah. And that, that, that seems to be how close the Titans play it each week. It's not a spectacular score 35 each week. <clears throat> and Derrick Henry... Hasn't had a 200-yard rushing game just yet, but just finding ways to get it done as they ease into the season. Yep, and because they're in that division, it just seems like they're going to have a bit of a cakewalk to the playoffs. Now, I want to talk – I like to revisit the way we felt before the season and the way we felt now. And okay. I remember feeling before the season about another division in the AFC, the AFC West, being like, the Broncos just needed a quarterback. They got Russell Wilson. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. Even without the cheetah, they're going to be amazing. And the Raiders, wait a second. Did they? Wait, they just got Devontae. And the Chargers. Remember how everyone with Justin Herbert's going to tear up the league? They've got a defensive-minded coach. They might put three teams in the playoffs. And when I look at that division now, granted, the, the Raiders won yesterday against the Texans. When I look at that division now, I see the Chiefs and then a big gap in everybody else. Correct. And I must say this. It was good to see Keenan Allen return. I have him on my fantasy team. And even though he doesn't didn't put up big fantasy numbers like he has over the previous years, I have to salute a couple of people that did. One we already talked about, Patrick Mahomes. The other one, CJ Cups, Frosherista. That's all I was saying yesterday, because I'm about to get high point again. I'm about to get high point again. <laughs> I talked to Jalen. We always talk before the show. He's like, I can't wait to talk fantasy. And we've had an <laughs> ongoing thing where it's like, it's one thing to talk fantasy, but it's another thing to talk about your fantasy team. <laughs> you know? Well, and a lot of people you, feel like I feel about we Josh used Jacobs to be, and Mahomes' performances. Well, let me tell you something. People weren't feeling that great about Josh Jacobs around week two, week three. Uh, you know, I know you've been paying attention. Josh Jacobs was like, is he going to stay on the Raiders? And now it seems like, now he's got to be in a conversation. Like, not just fantasy. Like, if you're looking like top five backs, like he he's like in, he's close. I could probably name five that I'd rather have than Josh Jacobs, but not ten. How about this? For drafting, I took Jonathan Taylor, clearly, first overall. Yeah. Josh Jacobs has had two games where he's had three touchdowns in each. Already. How many, how many times Taylor do that this year? None. How many times Taylor get two? I don't think two? he has six total. That's my yeah, point. That's about, how many times Taylor get two? That, that, that's my point. 
And so the, the Raiders' offense, to your point, however, it's, it, it, it's going to find its rhythm. It's, go, it's going to find its rhythm. It looks good against the Texans, too. Yeah, it's going to find its rhythm. And I know they're playing against the Texans and all, but I, I, I have confidence in Waller and Adams and now seeing the way Josh Jacobs is playing. Renfro. Yeah, Renfro. Like, they're, they're one of those stocks in the season that I think is going to continue to improve. Hmm. Now, the Chargers, you know, because – I kept listening to all of our colleagues around the studio here. You know, we, we got all those great football analysts, and sometimes just killing some time in the green room or whatever. And everyone, especially Mike Tannenbaum, telling me how great Justin <laughs> Herbert is, how he's basically like Dan Marino mixed with Michael Vick, mixed with Joe Montana, <laughs> mixed with Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I'm like, damn. And then, they, and then something there's also like I don't pay attention to all the linemen and the defensive linemen. Like I know the skill positions and a couple like the stars on defense. Everyone's the Chargers are gonna be amazing. Look for the Chargers. The Chargers are my pick to win the AFC. And I'm watching the Chargers now being like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I kinda don't see it. I kinda don't see it right now in that division. I think it's the Chiefs and maybe the Raiders, but I don't see the Chargers or the Broncos making a playoff. So <clears throat> I'm going to say the quiet thing out loud. People was ready to elevate Justin Herbert too early. Yes. And yes. I'm not saying that he's not going to be a great player, but he's a classic example of a player that because of his metrics and his talent and, his, and how, he, how he covers the eye test, people want to automatically elevate him into one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And he ain't. I do want to say this. Just in his defense, I do want to say, like, I saw those rib injuries, and I think that that's an ailment that's, that will keep you on the field but can affect your performance. Correct. And, and we both believe now he, may, he, he, he has the eye test and the potential to be a great player. I'm not saying that he's not going to be. But what ends up happening is sometimes you can become the player that people elevate to early. And that's what I think has happened to him. And I mentioned, again, they've dealt with some injuries. Keenan Allen. Yeah. You know how much I love Austin Eckler. He's a beast. But I, 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 putting him amongst the top elite quarterbacks was premature. He still got some work to do, and that's okay. Joe Burrow earns that. You see what I well, mean? It's, it's, it's one thing to go to the Super Bowl, and it's another thing to have some great passes and show some armor talent. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Yeah. You know, sometimes it, it, I want to see you do it in the playoffs in the big spots. I as believe a young, you, as a let's young just, let's player, see you do it. As a young player, you, be, be Joe Burrow for me. Come in, kick, win a championship in college, kick down the door in the league, and all of a sudden lead the Bengals to the Super Bowl. See, that, that, that to so, me elevates. You know what's a great example of this is NBA is it makes me think of John Morant. Like two years ago, you're like, John Morant, exciting player, shows a lot of promise and talent. And last year, like John Morant, when he's on the court and off the court, his team is great. And in the playoffs, he has those I am him games and those moments where he's ready to go toe to toe against everybody. And if he didn't get injured, great that, you know, that that see that series against the the you know eventual champions would look a lot different. And uh, but like Jaws, one of those the young players shows a lot of potential and then does the whole playoff run. And I want to see Justin Herbert do the same. Jalen. 
I'm gonna finally let you do it. We're gonna wrap the pot exclusive shortly. Why don't you tell me about your fantasy? Because I because last year you were in like four leagues, but you only talked about one, which is basically like this one league I put up like five figures, and the rest of the leagues were like hundred dollars to get in. So I'm sure that you're talking about your five figure league. And I know who's your I know your roster just like you do, because you talk about them all the damn time. <laughs> so for but how many points did you score? Out there. How many points yeah, did you I score? What you. is your record? And where are you? Where are you in the standings? I'm five and two. Okay, that's good. And I and, and, and I believe I won four straight. Oh, oh yeah, because it didn't start hot. We weren't talking about your fantasy team like around week three. Well, because Jonathan Taylor and Keenan Allen got off the slow starts. So did Josh Jacobs. And so did Josh Jacobs. And, and, and here's what I also want to say about playing fantasy. I've been playing every year since fantasy started in football. I still have never played fantasy basketball. It's a different I've never beast. Played. It takes never more. Played. It takes more attention and time. Like That's the thing why. about, because like I think you can like mess around and just do enough to like field a team every week, and maybe you're not in the waiver wire every single day and like tweaking the roster this way and that way. But you can do like minimal effort and still play fantasy football. You cannot do that with fantasy basketball. Correct, correct, and that's why I didn't invest in it. Because if I felt like I couldn't go all the way in, I feel like I know too much to be losing. But with that being said, now that betting is legal, I don't need to bet in multiple fantasy leagues. I need to just bet in my big league, the 15,000 league, and then just bet on the games and not have to worry about rooting against my own interests and rooting against my own players in other leagues. So I'm happy to only be in one league. And so, Hawkinson gave me a week where he balled. He's been pedestrian though this year for my life. Yeah, I think it was like week five. He really didn't do much for the first like few weeks. And he had Tyree one, he had like Hill. two touchdowns and 100 yards in one, one game. Tyreek Hill, while he hasn't been giving me touchdowns, he gonna give me volume receptions and yards. He also just looks so explosive. You know what I mean? Like, the <laughs> right. eye test with him is like, it's going to happen, happen at some point. Team. At yeah. some point, he's going to have 225 yards and two touchdowns. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. It's I like, just look down at my roster. Happen. I'm like, I'm happy he's on the team. You know, I, I don't have to say worry this. about that. I love when, when he makes a long catch, like 20 yards or whatever, and then they show the replay where it's just him, the ISO camera of just him and the D-back. Sometimes he's, like, not running routes. He's just like, I'm faster than you. You know what I mean? Like, you watch, like, Demonte Adams. He's, like, this he, meticulous route runner, scheme to get open, you know, pick Meow. plays and crossing plays. Tyreek is very simple. They're like, no, like, just run past your guy and then run past the safety, and I'll give you a shot. Absolutely. So, shout out to everybody playing fantasy football. Make sure y'all check out Jalen and Jacoby this Sunday. Ford yes. Field House. We're the pregame entertainment as we get you ready for Dolphins at Lions. DetroitLions.com slash Jalen and Jacoby. You can buy tickets there. You can call 985-80-Jalen and tell us why you should have free tickets. And not only do you get a ticket to see us live in an intimate setting, not only do you get to go to the game and watch them take on the Dolphins, $10 of your purchase goes to the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy. So let me get this straight. You are doing a good deed for the children of Detroit, watching a live football game in Detroit, downtown, and you have an intimate live podcast with Jalen and Jacoby. Like, 
they should charge $1,000 for this. <laughs> when I saw the price was under $100, I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? It's a great deal. And if yeah, you call 9580Jalen, give us a reason why you and a guest should attend for free. Jalen will consider your pleas and he will pick a winner by, let's give you by like Thursday. You got to know if you're going to the game on Sunday by Thursday. So we'll pick a yes. winner by Thursday. Yes. And, and, if you, and really good callers, we have more than more than one winner. We'll see. Oh, hey, oh, 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 look at Jalen. We will be back tomorrow with another dope pod to step to. Why is that Jalen Anthony We're not Rose? Done. We're not done like the Blastmaster KRS-One once told the TR-808-D nice. We are not done. Got to give the people.